Hello and welcome to the 120th installment of the Synapse Misfire podcast. I'm your host, Chris, joined by our other host, Jordan. That's me, baby. Uh, Jordan, we upload this this thing to other platforms mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. before we before we start, as as is tradition. Remind everyone what those platforms are. Yeah, we're pretty diversified. You know, we're a bit, we're a bit of a diversified show here. So yeah, you can we're find like us. A, a investors. Our investors, yeah. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, Spotify, Pocket Cast, and the RSS feed all linked below. It's also YouTube. You also uh, have video on YouTube, of course, and on Spotify. And you can reach us via email, snapsusfire at pm.me. Send us your comments, questions, concerns, and death threats. And Instagram and TikTok all linked below. Cool. So Jordan, yeah, everyone knows what I've been up to. What? What? What's new with you? I uh, I've been playing some games and just kind of living. But the best part of that living has been playing the games. So the the most notable one, which I won't get into too much, because I know it's a game you need to play and, and see for yourself, is God of War Ragnarok. Obviously, started mm. playing it. It's really good. <clears throat> Super fun time. I might probably, I want to say, ten hours in maybe. Maybe eight. To Fun ten. fact about uh, Ragnarok is, I there's a podcast that I listen to, and I clicked on the newest episode, and the first like few seconds was like, "Hey, what's going on?" And one of the hosts goes, "Oh, God of War Ragnarok," and I turned the podcast off. <laughs> like I don't want to. I don't want to hear about it. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I don't want it because I want to make sure that I remain spoiler free. Absolutely. Yeah. I just turned it off. Just like fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah, it's um. It's good. I haven't run into any spoilers yet, and uh, yeah, it's really good. That's so good. It's definitely good. There's been that, obviously, um, which we'll probably end up doing a big thing on that once you end up well, playing. I mean, it. I mean, if you're if you're ten hours in, like the original, like the you know 2018 could be beaten in like, I think on PC I beat it in like 20 hours. Yeah. So basically, the main story it's not like the whole cyberpunk thing going on. So the main story is like 15 to 20 hours, and then to do all the side. But shit, yeah, 60. there's a ton of side so. stuff you can do, and I wasn't doing. A lot of the side stuff. I did a lot yeah. of side quests, yeah. but like, <clears throat> I didn't really fight the Valkyries or like do any of the. Yeah, more than anything any in this one, stuff. the side quests had greatly improved. So I've been doing all the side quests as they come up, hmm. but uh, I feel like I've barely scratched the surface because like I haven't even hit the part where it's supposed to be open world. Like I hit like one little open world area, and then hmm. that was it. So, but uh, I've literally gone to two realms <laughs> of the nine you're supposed to explore in the game. So. Um, we'll see how that ends up going, but, uh, it's, it's very good. You'll like it. Obviously it's much of the same, but very improved in many ways. Yeah. As long as it's more of the same, I'm, uh, I'm going to be a happy guy. Yeah. Now here, here's something I, I talked to Chris prior to the episode to make sure that this was something he was okay with, because I'm about to go on a spoiler rant for a Plague Tale and a Plague Tale Requiem. Mm. Um, <laughs> man, I beat a Plague Tale Requiem and I just haven't felt the same sense, dude. It hit Is me just right? like Red Dead 2 did like the Damn. same way. So, like, Red Dead 2, right? So, obviously, spoilers, I'll give you five seconds to click off or click to the timestamp I'll fucking put on the screen, maybe, if I feel like it, um, to skip past Red Dead 2 and a Plague Tale spoiler simultaneously. But, anyway, the um, Red Dead 2, we all know, we've talked about it a billion times. No, you we've kinda, never talked about that on the show. Not <laughs> you, once. You kind of end the game being like, fuck dude i lost like damn i didn't i didn't win in the end like i sort of you know arthur dies everything he did was for in vain because you know that in like six years john dies anyway and loses his family so like, what's the point right it's like what, what was this fight for it was it was one of those biggest uh examples of the journey and not the destination because the destination sucked but uh a plague tale did that where like the first game the whole point of it if you're not familiar is like you're in the the olden days, medieval times, you're a young girl who's trying to take care of her brother after her family was basically killed by the Inquisition, and her brother has what's called the macula. It's like a bloodline passed down disease trait where he basically controls a plague, and the plague is trying to merge with him. So he's like the arbiter of this plague. Essentially. Like... And the plague itself is trying to control, uh, take control over him, essentially. So there's different... Mm. Um, they call it different... Um, not tears, but it's uh, thresholds to it. So, like, the first threshold is like, hey, he can control the rats, but he's chilling. He's been chilling. Second one's like, hey, he can control the rats further, but now he hears voices. And then the third one is, like, the ultimate merger of the two. And uh, in the first game, you, like, you see some crazy shit, and you're like, damn, that was fucking intense. Isn't it, like, uh, isn't it like an entirely kind of stealth-based game where you're, like, there isn't, like, yeah. a ton of, like, 
combat person. Not really combat. No, you end up getting some abilities and stuff that you can fight with. But the biggest thing is like trying to <clears throat> either distract or sneak past guards. Um, and yeah, you end up like getting you know used to this story. This brother sister dynamic is like really good. Like it, it's fucking it's sold so well. You get attached to these characters. And in the first game, it's kind of like, hey, we got the macula under control. We're chilling. Second game pits up. Macula comes back. You're like, fuck, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's try to fix this, right? Mm. So you go through like this long-ass game, like a 20-hour like a game. You go through the whole thing, and you're like, you have these theories about how to solve it, and the game just ultimately goes, no, nah, it's not solvable. <laughs> like, like, literally, you go through this whole story. Like, you're like with the characters. You're watching the characters like break down mentally, and you're like, man, they're fucking, they're on their wit's end with this whole thing. But then they, they have one last idea and they try it. And then literally in the end, it's just like, hey, everything you just did, you just, you just extended the period in which this child was allowed to live I, and you have to kill your brother. I think that's, I, I kind of, I kind of like when things kind of resolve in that manner. Yeah. Um, Because I feel like a lot of things have this like, Disney ass ending of mm-hmm. like, oh, it's all okay in the end. Yeah, it's not like, oh yeah, this whole this whole journey you went on, like Red Dead Two. It's like this whole journey you went on ended in your death. Yeah, like because the- you were a horrible person. Yeah, and you, it was your fault, and you died. But in that case, it's like, uh, circumstances outside your control. Yeah, now someone died. It's like <clears throat> pretty much you go through the whole game like, it it, it has a very hard moral compass where you're trying to decide like what the fuck are we doing because you're taking your brother from land to land like different parts of france and everywhere he goes the rats end up following and end up destroying like millions of lives and killing millions of people but you're trying to save him so it's like a greater good kind of thing yeah and then by the end it's like you're out of ideas something happens in the story where like he thinks you're dead so he gives in to the macula he merges with it. The entire village gets wiped out, and then you go to the center of the source of the macula, and he's just, like, embedded into it, almost like uh, Mimir in God of War, like, into a tree. He mm. looks very similar to that. And it's like, hey, dude, it's too late. you got to kill bad. him. Like, that's it. You, you just got to kill him. So you end up killing him, and that's it, dude. Like, this journey you went on for two games trying to save your little brother and, like, getting this really tight bond between them, you end up just being like, nah, you just had to kill him. Mm. And that's after, like... In the first game, you lose your parent, your uh, your dad. In the second game, right before Where'd everything go? happens, you gotta kill uh, your mom. So you lost him. Where'd he go? He sh- fucking, he got slitted. He just slit his throat. His own, or he just got caught. Nah, he just the Inquisition showed up and was like, "Oh yeah, those guys that. were fucking demons." Yeah, they were like, "Hey, hey, do you be- do you believe in God the same way we do?" No, you're dead. <laughs> He fucking stabbed the shit out of you 87 times. And burn you to death at the stake. But yeah, dude, it was like a hard, like, oh, that's it. And then, like, the the optimist that's out of my brain is like, we're going to see a cutscene where the brother, like, comes back. We're going to see it. He comes back, and, then, and he's just a giant, like, he's just a giant coronavirus yeah. <laughs> particle. But then, no, the game just straight up ends. He's dead. And then the sister goes... All right. Well, I guess my whole family's dead. I'm gonna dedicate my life to trying to lay down the rules and stuff I've learned for the Nets carrier because it's eventually gonna come back anyway. Mm. So she does that. So it's something that always kind of exists. Yeah. And then okay. as you think, you're like, all right, cool. She it ended with her. She's gonna pass on these notes basically, and then the Nets carrier is gonna be good. Nope. Game time skips to like the 21st century. Shows a new baby being born with the macula, so she clearly failed. Hmm. So it it really just it since at home is like, it's like the whole Thanos I am inevitable meme like like so yeah it's uh, that whole thing. That's the thing is like I feel like not everything's meant to have a happy ending. Yeah, and this did not. And have a lot a happy of ending. and it, it it it's very reflective of of how things work often in reality. Where it's yeah. like you don't necessarily always you're not guaranteed a happy ending. Yeah. Or like the ending's not always a hundred percent happy either. If it is a quote-unquote happy ending it's like sort of you know sometimes it's like a oh i'm okay with this but i'm yeah yeah but i lost a lot to get here you know yeah like you know um you know it's satisfying to see like certain conclusions you know certain things come to a conclusion but also you realize like was this all worth it yeah so 
Yep. So that that game was incredible. It's it's my game of the year over God of War, and simply for the fact, not because one game is necessarily better mm-hmm. than the other. Like, hands down, I can say God of War is a more solid experience, less buggy, runs better, performs better. Probably in the end has like a more, but like definitely has a more technological impressive factor to it. But at the end of the day, I break it down to like. Look what Asobo did with a Plague Tale Requiem with maybe like 100 team members versus what um, Santa Monica did with God of War and the billion dollars that yeah, Sony stuffed up their ass to say, make they're it. They're backed by, like I don't know, one of the largest fucking yeah. companies on the planet. So to me, Asobo, just like Guardians of the Galaxy last year, Asobo gets it because like from my, in my book because it's like, wow, like holy fuck, you made this as a small team. So and what's great is it's up there in the runnings. So God of uh sorry, last year Guardians of the Galaxy Guardians of the Galaxy Game of the Year. This year Plague Tale Requiem yeah, Game of the Year. I might play. I might play. I think I own the first one. I so wouldn't they're both be, on Game Pass. I wouldn't be surprised if I owned the first one, and yeah. I have Game Pass still. So yeah, they're both there. So <clears throat> you know, play through them. I um, yeah. The thing about it too is like I, I was I was in the subreddit that I went on there, started looking at like fan theories and stuff. And someone brought up a good point. They were like, you know, even though it's been a slow year for, like, big blockbuster games overall, just yeah. to have something like a Plague Tale sitting up there with God of War as even a contender for Game of the Year is pretty fucking impressive. That's a great, that's a great point. Um, it's, like, November 19th, okay? As of recording. Yeah. As of recording. This is November 19th at 12.55 p.m. Got off to a little bit of a late start. Yes. Um... And I feel like November, you know, November's game month because yep. everyone's preparing for Christmas. They want to... Oh. What? You just reminded me. You said November 19th. The Evil West comes out on Tuesday. So it's, it's, Tuesday. it's game month. Everyone's preparing for Christmas because it's like, oh, we release our game in November. We get, the shit, we get the shit fixed and we get all the kids hyped and they ask their parents for it for Christmas. <clears throat> and then... Uh, but I feel like not a lot has come out this month. Yeah, it hasn't been crazy. Um, I'm excited for Evil West when that comes out. That's like a um, cowboy cyberpunk crossover um, mm. zombie shooter thing, but it, it's more of like a RPG. So think of like from from all the trailers I've seen, I've tried not to spoil anything for myself or like mm-hmm. really get a vibe from it because I just like the aesthetic. It's like a steampunk Red Dead Redemption um, Doom crossover. It's like crazy fucking mutants like flying out of the ground attacking you at high speeds and you have like powers and you're also a cowboy with revolvers and shotguns and shit so uh just from that description uh you said it comes out tuesday i will probably be buying it yeah just from that description it seems so fucking it's called evil west so check it out comes out tuesday so as of listening to this it'll be out yesterday i'm gonna gonna, it's not even full price either it's 50 bucks i'm gonna wish list thank you whoever developed this game because I feel like every fucking <clears throat> every game now is like you know what, seventy bucks, seventy bucks now for this game. Yeah, let me uh, so let me read the description so you have a better idea. So it says a dark menace consumes the old west in solo or co-op. Fight with style and visceral, explosive combat against bloodthirsty monstrosities. Eradicate eradicate the vampiric hordes with your lightning fueled gauntlet and become a wild west superhero. And uh, say, yeah, co-op. That does say co-op. So I'm actually I'm I'm hype too. Uh, fun fact: the publisher's the same as a Plague Tale Requiem as well. So focus home. So yeah, I pre-ordered this. I hope it's debt verified, but like based off the visuals, I don't think it's gonna be because this game is like goofy uh, looking. Although no, no, it might be recommended as a, a, a ten sixty for sixty FPS, ten eighty P in epic settings. Shit. It might, it might work on Steam Deck. That'd be dope. I hope it does. But anyway, um, honestly, if a plate tells anything to go by, it won't because that didn't, that doesn't work on Steam Deck. But it, uh, dude, it looks sick. I, I'm very excited for that game. I'm super hyped. So, um, check that out for sure. And uh, I mean, other than that, just to keep it kind of short, other than a plate tale and God of War, um, I've been playing the Outer Worlds. That's the uh, Obsidian RPG that was like a spiritual successor to Fallout New Vegas, but they couldn't, yeah. they couldn't call it Fallout. Um, <laughs> Man, I loved that game on Game Pass, and then I just fell off of it hard. But I've been replaying it on Steam Deck now. That game's so fucking good. I can't wait for the second one. That's so fucking good. Such a fun game, and I never used to be a big RPG guy, but as I've gotten older, 
and like I'm not, you know, fucking stupid. I can yeah. actually like comprehend those systems. That's and the thing. It, I, like it. I, I think I think enjoying RPGs comes with with being older. Yeah. Like as a kid, I, I hated that. When shit. I first played like The Witcher Three, mm. when I was like I don't know thirteen, I was like man. Oh no! When did it come out? Twenty. So I must have been like fourteen. Yeah. Whatever. Doesn't matter. I was like, I'm just gonna do all the quests. It doesn't matter if I do any side stuff. And I'm like, man, this is like, not very satisfying. Yeah. And I went back like two years later and played it, and I was like, when you're oh a little my older god, and wiser. Yeah. Oh my god, I can comprehend all these systems now. Yeah. And I understand that like, there's whole other stories in yeah. the game that I can play. Well, my biggest thing was when I played The Witcher, I was so stupid <laughs> for the first time that it's like. It's trying to tell me as nicely as it can, like, hey, dumbass, make a swallow potion to fight this fucking werewolf. And I'm like, no. Oh, yeah. I'm like, no, I don't want to do it. And then he won't like, die. No, I'm not doing it. And then he, and then he won't die. And I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> How could this be possible? <laughs> so that stuff never clipped with me. But yeah, no, The Outer Worlds is fucking incredible. I definitely recommend it. And it's on Game Pass. Another one of those. Mm, and see. I just want to shout out an indie as well. Uh, we Who Are About to Die. It's a new indie game that just launched like two days ago or three days ago. Uh, it's a gladiatorial, I don't want to say roguelite, it's a, uh, what do you call them, it's like a a single run sort of game, like Returnal, where it's like, you drop in, it randomizes a character with pros and cons and different stats, you can re-roll or you can select the character, you start off with like your fist, you fight, you pick up gear, you earn fame, you use that fame to get new gear, and then when you die, that's it, you're dead, it resets, you pick a new character, you just keep going, it's like, hmm. your run is over, essentially. Um. And it's fucking cool. It's a little buggy, but it's super cool. I've been watching someone actually play it, and I do plan to buy it once we hit a slow season or slower pretty, season. Pretty interesting. So pretty interesting stuff. What do you? I up to? you know you know what I've been up to, Jordan. Programming like a bitch. Uh, I wrote these notes. Well, I, I wrote these notes last night uh, while I was fairly drunk. Uh, so I wrote. <laughs> read this verbatim. I wrote. I am almost done with development. Parentheses. I'm kind of a developer. Parentheses. Words cannot describe how happy I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Because I've explained this before. I call this unhealthy. But if I'm programming, if I'm developing, I'm drinking. Like yeah. I'm just like, you know what? I gotta, I gotta deal with this. So last night was a productive ass night. Yeah. I. I got home because I, I went to go get Chipotle. Ooh. A little Chipotle had that. I got home. That burrito they gave me was all fucked up. It was like, you know how like a burrito is supposed to be like, yeah, long. Yeah. This one was stubby. Oh no, they gave you like, a chode. Yeah, but it was like filled to the. There was so much meat in there. <laughs> Dude, they gave you a packed chode. They gave oh me, no. They gave me a, a chode, so I ate that. It was fucking good though. It was how, good. Is it your chode was good? Yeah. Yeah, it was a tasty one. Chode, uh, yeah, chode. So yeah. They pack I, a lot of flavor. <laughs> that, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, and then, and then I started developing, okay? Do a little developing. Yeah. And I was like, you know, there's a few things I want to test. So when I test things, I basically, instead of like going through the motions of like fucking starting a new or going into my other Android project, starting up a fucking Android virtual device and like compiling the whole app i just install like intellij and i just do like a java program mm. um so i was testing a couple things i was like oh my god i'm a fucking genius uh i think i have a screenshot of my genius um if i can find it but basically what i what i wanted to do what i what my main focus was was to fully do a dry test of like my my reporting feature so the way I did it is I installed a tool to test network sockets. So mm -hmm. I basically started the app, I started reporting, and then <clears throat> it connected to what would be the OBD reader, but it's just a socket tester. And was sending data, and I was sending data back, and it actually did what I wanted it to do. It <laughs> added data to the array, and then put that array in a file, and then put that file in the database. So you can pull it. So Hell yeah. this is the file that I wrote. Um, bruh, bruh, bruh. Hello, hello to okay now. <laughs> and I, I said that at 9.57 p.m. I said, behold my genius. Um, so I made that file. I uploaded it to Firebase. 
uh, and it was a file based on input from a network socket, which is precisely what I want to do. Uh, I also have to talk about, because I talked about my, my Android project pretty in depth in the last one, and we got a comment, uh, someone saying that the app sounds like a fun project. Now, I'm not sure if you were being sarcastic or not. Yeah, you won't get that tone through the message. Yeah. Um, so it's like, if you meant that it was legitimately sounds fun, hey, if that's your ball game, man, I, you know, yeah. I am having, no, I was having a good time last night. Yeah, but everything prior but, to this. But like, making stuff sucks. Yeah. Or making programs sucks. Yeah. Um, and it, it would be a fun project for someone who's like really into that, but it's like, if you could tell there's people who are into it, people who aren't, especially like when you're this far into a computer science major, yeah. you look at the people around you and you're like, oh, this person doesn't give a shit. Yeah, the dude pushing his glasses <laughs> up like, yeah, yeah, let's go. There's, there's people like that. They're like, oh. This guy, he's kind of a coder. He's kind of a developer. <laughs> he's sort of a developer. And you have to have a very specific mindset to be, like, just a developer. Yeah. Because those, you know, you get the uh, the people like, um, what's his name? Concerned Ape, who made Stardew Valley. He made that whole game. You have to be a very specific type of person to yeah. do something like that. And I'm not saying it's a negative thing. It's a very positive thing. But it's... If you do it for long enough, you start to go crazy. Yeah. That game um, I mentioned, the Gladiator one, was made by one dude as well. I, I've been developing now for, or doing this development project since September. It's now November. I, it's now, yeah, late November. Uh, the fire's kind of being held to my ass a little bit. Um, Gun in mouth, stick in ass. Something like that, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm starting to go crazy. But last night what I did, what I normally do is I have a few drinks, I start developing, I put on some music. Usually I made a playlist called Boomer Tunes. Mm, I like it's Boomer all, Tunes. It's all music that was on the radio station my dad listened to when I was a kid. So it's like all like 60s, 70s, 80s, like popular music. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I have this makes like me feel comfortable. I like this. Uh, but what I did last night is I made a new playlist. It's called uh, Bangers 2.0. Because I have an original playlist called The Best of the Bangers, which is what I put all like my, my rap music on. Not right. mine, though stuff that I like. I yeah. don't make not to be not to confuse anyone, I don't make music. <laughs> I put all the rap music that I like on there. So I, I filtered that out to like all the best stuff and I, I called that playlist down to a smaller playlist. So I had that full volume in the headphones in the Mark Threes and I was just I was going to town developing I was I was dancing. I was having such a good time. I was having such a good time. <laughs> that's funny. So that's the first I've heard of this project doing anything positive. So that's good. Uh yeah, because because I knew in my in my brain I was like, okay, this is like one of the last nights I'm gonna have to work on this. Mm, let's make it a banger. Let's make it a good time. So tonight I'm gonna be doing the same thing. Yeah. There's it's here's the the pretty much the only thing I have to implement now is the the feature that takes the file from Firebase. So I'm using Google Firebase. I could have used like an SQL database or something, but I signed on to do Firebase and I was like, I already started Firebase. And now that I know SQL, um, it's still preferable to do Firebase anyway. Yeah. So I, I, I need to write a feature that just takes the file from Firebase, populates it into a view, where you can view all your, your report files. And then when you click on it, it takes data from that file and generates graphs. And that's like the only feature I need to implement. And I need to fix my settings menu. Mm. But that's it, really. Yeah, so you're like right there, dude. And I have to figure out, because I've had a glaring oversight, is that okay. this app is based on, you're connecting to an OBD2 reader that is Wi-Fi enabled. Mm -hmm. And it's not like a public Wi-Fi network. It's just creating a, an access point so you can interface with this thing. Yeah. So you can't, like, get to the internet from it. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. That's fine, right? And then I, I started doing, like, reporting. I'm like, oh, if I'm not connected to the external internet, 
I can't upload anything to Firebase or pull data from Firebase. Yeah. So I'm going to have to work around that. I might, Bluetooth, maybe? I might switch it to Bluetooth. And I, I was talking yesterday to, to our boss. I was like, this might just be the simplest solution is to just switch it over to Bluetooth and call it a day. Yeah. Because um, then you still have your internet access. Yeah. Like, you still have the internet access. The other option I was looking into was caching all the files I needed. And then once you have an internet connection, uploading them. Yeah. But that could be a bit problematic as well. Yeah. So I might just look into Bluetooth just because I tried to do it with Bluetooth initially. And I had no fucking idea what I was doing. Now, now I have you have a, some bearings on it. Yeah. yeah, I have a pretty solid idea of what I'm doing. So I feel like I could pull it off now. Yeah. Um. So, you know, I, I did my development last night. I was having a good time because I knew I'm almost done. And uh, it was white light at the end of the tunnel, man. And, uh, and I was like, you know, this is around like midnight. I was like, okay, I'm going to lay down for a couple of minutes. And I laid down for a couple of minutes. I still had music on my headphones. I'm laying down for a couple of minutes. And then, uh, <laughs> and then just like flash of light happens. It's 3.30 in the morning. Like, oh. That was a little more than a couple minutes, so I'm just going to go to bed. Yeah. So I, I shut everything off and I went to bed. Uh, and then I slept until like 11 o'clock this morning. And it was just garbage sleep. It was yeah. not... It, it was dirty it, sleep. All in all, I feel better than I would normally because I yeah. slept more. It was just like more sleep at less quality kind of evens out. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I can't wait. I've been I've been trying to peer pressure Alex into just sucking it up and coming on the podcast because he hasn't been on in like 30 or 40 episodes. And on top of that, I know that even though he hasn't been on in 30 or 40 episodes, if he comes on, I'm like, what, what's up, Alex? You're like, I don't know. I don't know. Nothing really. He was pretty fucking boring. It's going to be, it's going to be. Uh, basically every episode we have where I'm just like, where, where I'm just like, yeah, I'm just working on school shit. That's what he's going to say. Cause that's what yeah. he's been, him and I are in very much the same boat. We're both doing like a capstone, like end of, end of your degree type project. Yeah. And it fucking sucks. Yeah. But <laughs> I only have to do it for one semester. He has to do two. Oh, really? Yeah. Get fucked. Yeah. Fucking so we won't be hearing from, from another 60 episodes. Yeah. You know, is what it is. Fucking Alex. I'm going to drag him on the show. He's just going to be tied up in the back. He's squirming at him. Like, fuck up back there, bitch. Just so we can have him. Next semester, I'm chilling. Yeah, it's just your, uh, your internship, right? And a couple media classes? No, I have all my classes and then the internships this summer. Oh, it's a different semester. I got you. Yeah. I have all my classes, classes. Right. Internship is in the summer. So, I pay attention, I promise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Jordan's a really, really good friend. Um, yeah. Very. Are you okay? Oh, I'm cracking my back, dude. <laughs> I sort of airing out all his bones. So, so you finish, finish your thing. I don't want to interrupt you. Uh, basically, we're in the same boat. And next semester, I'm chilling. But Alex, he's not chilling. He's he's on fire. He said he's talk. He keeps talking about how next semester is gonna suck. I'm like, you know what? Next semester, I got a couple of bullshit things I got to do. We're cruising. We're cruising Quoted on, on like day. we're cruising on like seas. Quoted this on this one. day, yeah. Let's see. It should be super easy. So, uh, we're cruising. I like. I got a, some stuff to do. All I'm gonna do is like, fucking minimal effort work, and that's yeah. it. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm coasting to the end. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the reason I'm cracking my back, my back kind of hurty, but my legs still hurt because Wednesday was leg day at the gym with our boss, and I. Uh, we did squats, and then we moved on to leg press. Oh, boy. And he, he's fucking crazy. He, he pressed, like, I think three or four plates on each side. So 345s or 445s on each side. And uh, so, so what is so that, 360 our, pounds? For our math-inclined users, that's uh, between pounds? six and eight plates. Yeah, which total. I think would be 360 pounds at the, uh, at the tops. So my, plus the actual weight of the machine as well. So whatever. He squats four. I, I started with one, and I'm like, yeah, one's not bad. But usually I would do one, and then I would move on and do one with, like, a 25 as well. Mm. But he just he was just like, nah, you're doing 245s. Like, you're just doing it. And I'm like, fuck. I don't want to do it, man. Well, I mean. Come on, man. Isn't the whole point of the leg press, like, you know, to tone uh, your legs beyond your body weight? Yeah. Oh, if you're doing two on either side, it's like 180 pounds, right? Yeah. 
Okay, so yeah, never mind. I did my math on it. I was like, why? How do you? How are you having trouble? Ninety pounds. Yeah, not so with the nineties. It was. But you it weigh was like pr- what a buck twenty? A hundred sixteen. And uh, yeah, and the leg press with the two forty five, one forty five on each side. It was pretty easy. I was not like I'm not like oh it's just fucking nothing. But like I could do ten reps, no problem. Yeah. We did the two plates. I'm like fuck, man. Yeah. And what, uh, what used to be here is a, a little gym set, and it had a mm. leg press, not one you lay in, but it was one that you would sit on. Yeah. Uh, and it went up to like three hundred and fifty pounds or something. I was like, this is I, I'm not getting anything out of this. Yeah. Yeah, it made sense. So I'm I, lifting uh, this anyway. So I'm doing it. I do the two, and I'm like, I get, I think it was like reps number, like six and seven. I'm like, man, I'm struggling. Like, I, I put my legs down too fast, and the thing slammed down. I'm like, fuck. So I used my hands to push on my knees. And then that was like, right, I said, like six and seven. And then eight and nine, I was fine. I do the 10th rep. I'm like, nice. Whew, put the locks on, put my legs down. I'm like, man, that shit hurted. He's looking at me. He's like, oh, nice. Good job, man. I'm like, yeah, yeah, thanks. I stand up. I'm like, ooh, shaking my legs out. Like, ooh, this shit hurty. <laughs> and I go and just like, I sit on the squat rack right next to it. And I'm watching him. I helped him load it. And I'm, I'm watching him do his thing. And I'm like, fuck, he's kind of moving. Like, he, he's sort of wiggling over there. <laughs> I see him kind of wiggling. He's wiggling. And then I feel my stomach start to turn. I'm like, oh, fuck, I know what's coming. So I'm, I'm trying to kind of play it off. I'm like, all right. I walk a little ahead. I look. I'm like, all right, I see the bathroom. He immediately looks at me as I walk over to look at the bathroom, looks at me and goes, yeah, there's a bathroom over there. I'm like, all right, cool. <clears throat> I sit back down. I go, yeah, I need that bathroom. So I get back up. I go yeah. to that bathroom. I'm just like crouched down in front of the toilet. I'm like, hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Jesus, man. I end up fucking throwing up a little bit in the toilet. And then I, I leave. I go back out there. I'm like, I'm good. He's like, all right, cool. I was literally, I, we went to another station and there was a mirror there. I looked in the mirror and I was literally like the color of the dark spot on this jacket. Like I was dark gray. <laughs> I asked him the next day, I was like, wasn't I dark gray? He goes, you were lighter. Like you were even paler. I was like, damn. <laughs> so I, dude, I, I got fucking yeah. wrecked. Shout out to our boss though. He has like, it probably comes with though because he has like, you know, children. But he's got his dad reflexes honed to like a T. Dude, he spidey he's like, sense that shit. He's like, I sense there could be a vomit incident here. Yeah. Let me get ahead of this. Regardless of how old the person is he's dealing with. I'm like, like already looking at the bathroom. He's because, like, yeah, there's a bathroom there. Because little kids will just vomit for no fucking reason. Yeah. You ever, this never happens past like elementary school. But remember in like when you were in like first or second grade and there was always some kid in the back of the room vomiting on the floor. <laughs> This happened to me, like, probably a, a dozen times when I was in elementary <laughs> school. There was always just some kid in the back puking. Yeah, dude, just like, kids suck. Kids are the and, fucking worst. Bro. And, uh, yeah, dude, he just, he was just like, yeah, like, do things. So then I went a little easy for the rest of the, the session there. That was my first time going that hard on leads and then driving the Yaris, which, which was interesting because he was saying, like, the release of the clutch would be the hardest part. But for me, it was actually putting the clutch in. So as if I was doing a leg press, I'd put the clutch in, and as my foot is in the on it all the way, I'm fucking shaking in place, dude. And then I eased out the clutch, and as soon as I had like my knee at like I don't know, like a seventy degree angle, I was fine. It, mm. it didn't even notice any difference. It also has a very light clutch, the RS too. If yeah. I had the Giraffe Man's Miata, I probably would have. That thing is fucking spring loaded to break your knee, so it yeah, would have been like. That's the that's, that's the thing that I noticed with. Uh... With the F-150, and when I had my Canyon, that was the thing. Like, the clutch was super heavy, because it's like, I don't know, you got much more vehicle behind it, too. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that has anything to do with it, or if that's just, you know, me, how, yeah, me how making be. connections that don't exist. But, uh, you know, I... Was that you making a connection? Yeah. I see. Uh that, that truck has, like, a super heavy clutch. Like, it's an event to try yeah. to, to, try to um, get it going. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, <laughs> speed of vehicles. Uh, the the Hummer recently like blew itself up. Oh, did it? Is that why it's not out there? Yeah. No, it's uh, it's. <laughs> what happened was, I guess there's like a there's a, you know, pesky little feature where they're like, if uh, someone's trying to start it and they don't recognize like the car doesn't recognize the key, it it, you know cuts off the fuel pump so that you know they can't start it mm-hmm. like a pesky little anti-theft feature yeah and i guess there's an issue with the key or something 
So it's it won't start, mm. or it'll start intermittently. Yeah, it'll it'll start sometimes. So I'm telling my I keep telling my dad I keep telling him, you just need to get a new key made or something. Yeah, the key's from 2006. You just need to get a new one made. But he's like, no, 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 no. I'm not gonna pay for a new key if I don't have to. So like, okay, well, uh, you know, what are your options? I'd here? say you're getting close to having <clears throat> to. Yeah, <laughs> what are your options here? So that's you know that's a. It also could be a you know GM having a GM moment and there's like a bad, bad ground, ground somewhere. Yeah. That's what I told them. I was like, there could just be a shitty ground somewhere, and when you have a shitty ground, weird things can happen. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Yep. You know, it's uh, everything's blowing up lately. Yeah. Everything's blowing up. Yeah, pretty uh, much. Have you had any blow up recently? No, I just still haven't fixed the cobalt. That's my project for either later today or tomorrow. Oh, the uh, the exhaust thing. Yeah, that thing's hanging on by like a fucking centimeter of rust. Yeah. Like you've been you've been driving the Yaris though, right? Yeah, yeah, I haven't driven the cobalt in three weeks, so I actually had to go start it the other day to make I was sure. Gonna it was say still you alive. are you are running it though, right? Yeah, I went and it's not at my house; it's at my dad's park. So I went by last week and started it, or earlier this week and started it. Mm. Let it run for like 10, 15 minutes, and then shut it off. Yeah, it's fucking that exhaust, man. I technically the fits here is I need an entirely new muffler and new catalytic converter. Like that's, or I'm sorry, resonator and catalytic converter. That's the fits. What I'm doing is I'm just putting two split flanges and bolting them together. So, hey, if it works, so be it. But uh, so that that blows. Catalytic converters are fucking expensive. Yeah, yeah. So that blows, but I'll get that fixed eventually. God, it was like a concussion grenade. Bless you, man. But uh, thank you. Yeah, so I gotta I gotta fix that. But yeah, I've been driving the Yaris. It's been my daily. Nice. It's good. It's uh, it's interesting. I've uh, you know, gotten a lot more used to it. At least. That's good. So. So you're kind of a you're kind of a driver now. <laughs> I'm sort of a standard kind of guy, you know. I'm sort of I'm a sort of a stick shift driver. I, something the giraffe man said to me. I you I didn't. I didn't quite realize this until I actually started driving a <clears throat> manual transmission of my own as opposed to his. And it was, he used to always say, like, the difference between an automatic and a manual is, like, when you are in gear, you have to commit. And I'm like, I don't know what you mean by that. And now I, I've started to see it because what will happen is, like, I'm in a Duncan drive-thru. Someone moves up three feet, but I'm on a slight hill, so I can't rely on just the clutch to move me. So I have to let it out, hit the gas. But as soon as it grabs, I'm fucking going. Like, there's no, like, let me let off the brake, like in the Cobalt. Let me let off the brake and just roll forward. That, no, not possible. It's full tilt in first gear. Fucking go. And I've had to actually change the way I drive to accommodate that because it's either because the engine revs so low because it's old or the clutch just doesn't have a lot left. But, like, I will literally leave 20 feet between me and the car in front of me and let them roll forward before I even try to move. Because I'm like, if I put this in first and let off the clutch, I'm going to have to commit to this movement. I'm going to have to travel at least 20 feet like, before I can put the clutch back in or I'm going to stall. Because sometimes, fun fact I about mean, the Yaris, sometimes you just put the clutch in and it just starts shaking like it's about to stall and then it chills. It just it does that sometimes. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's a different story. It, it does then. that sometimes if you just wiggle the shifter around. like It just almost stalls. <laughs> So it, it revs so low that I just have to commit to this movement. Like there's um, no, I stalled on a fucking rock the other day because I tried to go with just the clutch and literally the front right tire hit a, a decent sized rock, like similar to what I used in the Halloween video, yeah. like that size rock. And it stopped the car and stalled it. What I, I like, if I'm, I will start with just the clutch very, very rarely. Mm. It'll be. The way I'll use it is if I'm rotating my tires like half a what halfway, like if I'm pulling up in a parking space, I'll let off the clutch yeah. a little bit, yeah, and I'll just go because I know I'm not going to need throttle. But most of the time, most of the time I'm using I'm using throttle and clutch. Yeah, um, I think it's just it might just come with experience because it's just something I do subconsciously now. Yeah, I always I just commit to it as like I I've gotten the the grab point so well that I can just let off the clutch exactly to where it starts grabbing and then hit the gas and ease off the rest of the way totally yeah. fine so like there's almost no times where I'm actually like let me just nudge the clutch a little and, and, and roll mostly because I, I just don't think the car has the the power behind it anymore to do that it's just too old yeah. it's just like 
<clears throat> sure, it'll it'll move forward. It ain't gonna be happy about it though. Yeah, I can I can let off and it'll go. And a lot in a lot of cases, the the car will compensate to some degree too. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, I'll just uh, I'll do it how you're supposed to. <laughs> it's re- <laughs> I'll throttle and clutch. I'll just. It's really unhappy in reverse. The That's thing where it's that most it, unhappy. The thing that uh, really gets me is there's. At school, coming out of the parking garage, that that road is a big hill, so and it's always you're at a stoplight and you always kind of have to like, it, 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 to like ease out because it's a crosswalk too. Oh. And people are like, it's just not the walk. I think if I'm you get rid of the anyway. knot, you can you can go. Yeah, really, you know. And I'm guilty of this too. I'm guilty of this too. I check. Hey, no one's coming. I'm I'm crossing. I don't care. But, but that's the difference. You check. No one's coming. I'm crossing. That's a, yeah. That's that's another. That's a good point. I do check to make sure no one's there. They're just like, oh, don't walk. <laughs> Keep going. So <laughs> get to Chipotle. Uh, well, it's Starbucks. Starbucks. Actually. That's what I meant. Yeah, I, was, I immediately was about to say Starbucks. Yeah. Because that's what happens. Is there's the garage, and then there's like that street, and then there's like a Starbucks like right there. So, so all these basic bitches the are just like running over there. Yeah. So I, <laughs> that hill. Is I always will do one of two things. I always give it too much throttle or not enough. Mm. So it'll always be just like a <laughs> type of start or like a whoa kind of start. I, I relate too fucking well to that. That's that because it's such a it's a dramatic hill, and you think I'd be used to it by now. I've been on that. I've been driving onto that hill for well, you know, I just say for four years. That's not true. The First year I parked in a different lot. <sighs> Second year we didn't show up to campus at all Bovid. because of because of COVID. So two years I've been yeah. doing this. Um, <laughs> so you'd think I'd be used to it by now. Yeah. But I um the other day I made a fucking fool of myself and I was so fucking angry. Yeah. Where I, I haven't installed in like probably two weeks. Oh, that's so irritating. It's like and I've gone so long without stalling. And then you finally say, yeah. like, fucking goddamn it. Dude, I haven't installed in, like, two weeks. And the other day, it just so happens the elderly co-worker stayed at work super late. Because he leaves at 4.30. I got out at 5. We left at 5.30 together. Nice. He just happened to stay behind, and we, we all started talking. And we leave at 5.30. And I, I, the Yaris obviously doesn't have a remote start because I didn't illegally put one. And I'm warming it up because it's kind of it's kind of a bit chilly over here. And uh, I'm warming it up. I'm just sitting there, and I'm texting him. We're, we're shooting the shit back and forth with him and, and our other coworker and stuff. And I forgot that I'm in the Yaris. I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I'm, just, I'm in a regular car. I'm like, no, no biggie. But I still remembered that it was a manual. I just forgore that there's no park setting. So I'm chilling there, and I'm like, all right, it's warm enough. Clutch in, reverse, ease off the clutch to back up. And he's right behind me in his car. And I feel the ass end of the car start to lift, and they come right back down and it stalls. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? I'm like, did I just like blow something up? And I look and I'm like, oh, parking brake was on. The, the kind of thing that's holding you in place. Yeah. So I, I immediately get you. I restart the car. I message him. I go, you didn't see that. And then I back out of my spot and leave. He had already, he hadn't seen it before he got home. He gets home. He goes, did you stall? I told him the story and he just started fucking laughing. Damn. I was so mad, dude. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Of all the things, like, I just stalled because I got a little too excited and I had the parking brake on still. Could be worse. Could you be. Know. Like, I could have flew into him. <laughs> he could have been like, oh. <laughs> <That's> just... <laughs> Smashed your absolute shitter into, like, his pretty much new Civic or Accord, I mean. Yeah. His br- his fucking brand new Accord he just paid off. Just fucking full tilt. And I drive over the hood. <laughs> it's like, this, this, your, I was totaled by this car that was worth like two months of this car's payment. <laughs> the best part about the Yaris is it's so light. I can just see where I just fly into it and go, boom. Bounce yeah, off of I it. never get speed of how light it is. I never get over how fucking hollow that car sounds. Yeah. Every time he shuts the door, it's like, boom. Yeah, it's super fucking hollow. That car <laughs> the doors so are like this thick. <laughs> I do have to talk to Giraffe Man, though. Because um, there's something weird I noticed about the Yaris that I think might be alignment related. Mm. But I want his expert opinion, since he was a mechanic. Um, basically, if I'm driving like at a high speed, it's, it's more noticeable at high speeds. And 
you know, you get to like a slight curve on the highway, you kind of nudge the wheel left and you just follow the curve. Well, it does not like that if I do that going right. So if I take a sharp right, it makes a shit ton of noise out of the ass end. But if I'm driving at like 65 and I literally, like if I take the wheel and I move it three degrees, the entire ass end of the car will kick out. The whole ass end mm. will literally kick out on me. And the whole body of the car starts to do this and sway. And I remember distinctly a conversation we had one time about that phenomena being like a safety feature to prevent, prevent people from going really hot into cornering on like a economy car, but this is like not that. This is like that, but if something's wrong. So it's literally- to, It's to counter like the Ultima energy. Pretty much, dude. Like I literally just, I nudge the wheel and the, the car slightly turns and the back of the car just does this. Literally just teeters back and forth. It's dancing. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? It's super weird. So I gotta, I gotta show them that. But no, I've been dealing the arse, took it on the highway, took it all the way to Letsy's dad's uh, 50 miles and shit. Nice. It's uh, it's cool. I, I think I figured out my hill strategy, um, a lot of it, and uh, I've gotten a lot better at hills. So I've only nice. used the parking brake in one scenario since we last were on the podcast, where I was just like, I could do this, but in the off chance that I fuck up, I am hitting this person because they were right on me. Yeah. I'm like, you know, there's a good chance I won't hit them, but I'm not taking the that chance. aforementioned hill, and there's a couple other like notable hills that what I'll do is when I'm stopped. Because usually it's a light. It's when I when I'm stopped, I'll have it in gear, clutch in, foot on the brake. But <clears throat> I'm like, okay, what I can do is I can you know get this going with just this setup, and then have a hand on the wheel, and I keep a hand on the brake just in case something happens. Mm. Because like accidents happen. If I miscalculate or like something happens, I start rolling back. I can just yank the brake, and I'm still good. Because yeah. that has happened to me before where I was sitting at a hill and I was like, I forgot to put it in gear to do that maneuver. And I was like, oh, and then you didn't Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> and I, like pull up on the brake. It's like, okay, didn't hit anybody. We're good. Yeah. So Yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at is like I'll be clutching first, brake, and then I got it to the point where I'll ease out on the clutch. And as I ease out, I know where it's about to grab. I switch the gas and yeah. I can go. And I get yeah, like minimal rollback. I still haven't perfected it. But that day, this was like just a sharp enough incline. The dude was right up on me, and I'm like, there's a chance I could hit him. Let me let me hit the brake. Let me ease it out till it starts to fucking tremble, and then hit the gas, and then put the brake down. Yeah, people are just like, people are not prepared for, like, driving in general, but not prepared for driving behind, like, a manual car, because they're always just like, there's a lot of people who just get right up on you, and they're like, <laughs> smooch this dude's asshole. Roll, eat. boy, roll. I dare you. They, they're yeah. like, they're in, their bumper is an inch from you. I did take Giraffe Man's advice on one thing with it, too. He did mention that once you get more comfortable with it, he always does this thing, he says, where if he's on a hill and he sees someone coming behind him, he'll purposefully let himself roll back. Then he'll pull forward, then he'll roll back, and he'll start <laughs> to teeter it. So that way they see, like, what the fuck's going on there? I'm a, I'm a spiteful, hateful spirit. So if someone's close enough to me where that could happen, the foot and a half maybe that I'll roll back. If I hit you because of that, that's your fucking fault. Yeah. He, uh, so he does that where he teeters, and I took that advice at one intersection where I was like, oh, this isn't a steep hill, so like I can do this teeter maneuver without like stalling. And uh, the person freaked the fuck out behind me. Like Literally, I watched this lady just cruising up on me, going like 30. I rolled back, fucking slammed her brake. Her whole car went... <laughs> right, and she stopped like thirty-five feet behind me. Okay, I was like, I was like, oh shit, it works. <laughs> my, uh, <laughs> it was funny. My dad does that at every light. He just teeters. He, my dad he, does that too when he, he does the, the two foot dance. Yeah, I don't know why. And I'm like, dude, it's a boomer thing. It's got to be a boomer. Thing. My dad, it's got to be thing. a lead poisoning thing. It's like, dude, <laughs> you're just fucking wearing the clutch out. What are you doing that for? Yeah. Do you have a brake pedal for a fucking reason? My yeah, my dad, my dad did that for a little bit, but then he he kind of said the same thing. He's like, I wouldn't advise doing that, but he's like, it's a bad habit that I have. I'm like, okay. Same yeah. way, Giraffe Man explained his bad habit of flipping the throttle and stuff. He's like, don't do that. And, he'll he'll do what? a takeoff by just being like, bam, bam. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's it. that's a fucking weird so, way to do that. Yeah. So he was like, he was like, you see this? Don't do that. Yeah, so, I feel like, and I have done it before actually. So I, I feel like everyone kind of has their own. Bad habits. Like, yeah. I, I feel like I'm a little too aggressive on the clutch. Like, I, I, I'm i like, okay, this is safety. Mm. <laughs> Let me stay on this a little longer than I need to. 
Yeah. So I definitely do that for sure. I I definitely uh I've been doing it more so so I can get a smoother takeoff. Honestly, I've been like let me let me just let me just ease this baby. Yeah. But, let me uh, just get let me just get a little 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 kiss. No, actually, so what I do normally is I, I put in a first clutch in, I redline it, and I dump the clutch and keep it, keep the gas down. And right, I, it right, goes every right, time, right. no problem. Yeah, on occasion, you know, when I'm, when I'm like, especially when I'm in like school zones and many children around, Walmart like especially Halloween lots, night, yeah, yeah. Um, and residential neighborhoods at night, I'll usually do that. Yeah. You know. So then you have straight pipe in the RS. <laughs> it just sound like an angry bee. <laughs> you know, speaking of like annoying fucking people. Um, Alex isn't here. You can say. It. Last night, when I was on my way back from Chipotle, there was a dude in like a Scion, like FRS or something. It's some some vehicle because I could hear the guy was at Chipotle, and he pulled off about the same time I did, and I was like, I hear something. Something sounds strange sus. here. And you know what it was? I figured it out because I, I, I caught up to him later on because I actually have a fast car and he doesn't. Uh, <laughs> I caught up to him. And uh, it was like you could hear it. It was one of those fucking exhaust whistles. Yeah. What, the one that makes it sound like it has a turbo but mm-hmm. like kind of not really. And I was like, I heard it. I was like, oh my god, does this have an exhaust whistle? And I looked, and I'm like, oh my god, it does. And I was pointing and laughing at a stoplight. I pointed at the car you and laughed. This is turbo, right? Yeah. You should have revved it. That way you'd fucking hear a real turbo instead of like. Little... It just makes your car sound like shit. It's like. <laughs> I was like, it has to be a whistle because like, a turbo doesn't sound like that. It, and it's going all the time. Yeah, yeah it's just 100% of the time. It's like, it's like, that's not what your car's supposed to sound like. It just sounds like a bag of ass. That's a bag of ass. That's funny. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I don't know. I've been digging the RS. I, uh, I think I could daily a manual car, so I, I might pull the trigger on the Civic, Civic SI, SI when? Years. Uh, when I get a house, I want to garage it. I don't want it, uh, street parked, so... Ideally, the Yaris will just somehow hang on for House a while. when? <laughs> Honestly, if, if Letsy gets her degree and we end up staying together, probably then, because I ain't buying a house myself, goddamn. That's fair. That's so, fair. She needs to become a dental hygienist so she can so she'd be my sugar mama. <laughs> Making like 50 bucks an hour, and I'm like, damn. Hey, you know, I feel like a lot of guys would get upset about that, but you know what? I've supported make us for money. three damn years. Go make your money. I do not care. Yeah, I don't give a shit. I've supported us for three damn years. She didn't support us for the next 60. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been telling her. I'm like, she's like, we were talking about like going to school and stuff because I was thinking about taking some classes. And then I was like, you know what? I think I know I know how to make the bank. Synapsis Fire just needs to become popular. Honestly, I think yeah. what we'll do is we'll get really big. We'll say some controversial things. We'll sell our podcast to Spotify. We'll say even more controversial things. Weirdly enough, I feel like if we did something heinous like that, we would immediately go to stardom for like the wrong reasons. But we would. yeah, but like, here's the difference: is like we're no sponsorships though. Not really bad. We're not really bad people in that sort of way. I feel like a lot of people blow up by doing either something really amazing or really heinous. Let's just Mr. Beast and we'll donate a million dollars and then right after we donate it, we'll be like, hey, that was a loan. Can, can I have that back? We do a charge back. You see the video of the guy who, what the fuck did he do? He did like a gift card giveaway in a Walmart parking lot and he gave it to a little kid and the mom was like, oh, thank you so much. And then the mom posted a video of after that where he was like, yeah, I need that back. And he was trying to take it back and then they got into a fight about it. Or gifted her like an iPhone or some shit. It was something like that. He was trying to take something you back. You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that unless it's like a prior agreement. It's like, okay, we're going to set this up. I bought this iPhone. We're going to do like a little fake giveaway thing. Just act surprised, whatever. Yeah. You can't do that if the person's not in on it. That's, like, that's fucked up. Yeah. And the person wouldn't give it back and then they never gave it back. Yeah. So, they have no obligation to. Yeah, it was fucking... It was heinous. But, um... Yeah... Yeah, so I've been dealing the RS. I the Cobalt's still hanging around somewhere. I gotta get that fit so I can have both cars back. I haven't driven an automatic in a month, so. 
Yeah, I'm, gas uh, mileage has been sick. I think ours. I'm itching to spend some unnecessary funds. <laughs> you know what's going to be interesting? It's coming up. Keep your keep your eyes open. Your peepers. This is advice for anyone. Uh, Carvana's about to explode. About to just oh, fucking really? uh, about to more what? so implode. What their stock? Uh, well, that already happened. Their oh, their their stock is uh. From its highest point down ninety seven percent. Wow! So it was like three hundred dollars a share, and now it's like eight. Wow! So they're about to go out of business. Everyone can see the writing on the wall, meaning they have a surplus of vehicles they're gonna have to get rid of quickly, mm-hmm. flooding the used car market. So if you're you know if you're looking for maybe not a brand new Civic Si, if you're like but like what? a twenty sixteen. If I could get like a twenty sixteen twenty seventeen. 2018 Civic Si, and just like get it for a discount because this company's going out of business. Might be worth it. Might be worth it. Could be. Could be something to keep an eye on. That's for sure. That is for sure. You know, it's uh, it's worth looking into. Yeah, and I'd feel less bad about it being parked into some shitty trees. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I gotta I gotta figure that shit out. I um, 2023 is gonna have to be a big saving year for me. You I think gotta, so. I gotta, yeah, I gotta, I gotta fucking buckle up, batten down the hatches. Anything special? Tighten or? the bootstraps. You're saving for anything special or just saving to save? Saving to save. That's fair. Honestly. That's fair. I started 2022 fucking not giving out numbers, but on a fucking banger trend. I was like, bro, this is a good start to the year. And mm-hmm. then looking back between everything I've done this year, between the Steam Deck, the Yaris, the Monterey trip, the fucking main trip. Every other trip I took with Let's See, like the like five trips I went on and a bunch of other shit I bought, uh, PS5. Actually, I don't think that was this year. I think it was last year. But anyway, between everything I've bought this year, the seven sets of earbuds, I'm like, if this was how much I saved in the first quarter, I saved this much in the last three quarters. So. Yeah, fair. So I, I was uh, like, this isn't this isn't <laughs> this isn't a good trend. <laughs> I'll have to so. I'll have to get into that because like I mean, saving is like one already not something I'm great at. And two, it's like he's like, I'm actually in debt. <laughs> yeah, I'm making. Well, technically, yes, I am. The school loans. Yeah, I'm, all, I'm always in, in my car. In the car. And uh, my credit cards. And, and they I have foreclosed a, my well, house. And I have uh, 80, 90 million dollars in credit card loans. That's not true. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm already not great at saving. Number one, two, I'm working a lot less. So mm-hmm. like, when the school thing is done, and you can work. There's a, a couple more. of things I'm gonna be worrying a lot more, and I think there's a couple of things I'm gonna save up and buy, mm-hmm. and then there's I, I there's I'm just gonna save from then yeah. on, because I was looking because I'm like man I want a fucking nice I want a nice camera, yeah like we you know we're recording on like a, a handy cam yeah it's, it's possible not for two yeah it's like this is like two hundred bucks it was cheap enough to for us to both have one yeah reasonably um, so you know. But I want something nice. And I was like, you know, Blackmagic makes some nice cameras. And they have the, I was looking at the, whatever it was, the 6K camera, but it's like 2800 bucks or 2600 bucks. Which, for what it Which offers, for, is yeah, fucking again, for incredible. What it is, like 6K, 30 FPS, 4K, 60. It's like, that's, it's incredible. that's, that's pretty good. And it's a yeah. video first camera. Yeah, it doesn't have that 30 minute bullshit. So, but I looked at. Uh, I was looking at uh, what Jeff Amazon had on offer. Jeff Amazon, yeah. Uh, and he has, uh, you can get the Blackmagic Cinema uh, 4K for like 1200 bucks. That's pretty good. Is so it I'm 4K like, 30? It's 4K 60. So it's nice. And it's a video, because people in the comments were like, or in the reviews were like, if you want to take pictures with this, it's not a good camera for that, but if you're taking video, it is one of the best ones you can buy. Yeah, and for twelve hundred bucks, that's not bad at all. So uh, that might be that might be what I what I get. Yeah, I'll just ask my dad for that for Christmas. Like, hey, can you get me this twelve hundred dollar camera? And he'll go, no, <laughs> no. What are you yeah. Being stupid. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, for me, it's like this year I want to do a little more traveling, but I, I have to I have to sacrifice something. And luckily, there's not mm. really any hardware to buy this year. Like. I got the Steam Deck. I got the PS5. My computer is adequate because I don't even really use it anymore. Mm. So, like, I'm chilling. At this point, 
I'm just chilling, yeah. so it's the perfect time for me to. The other thing I wanna, the other thing I wanna get going is the the machine that I had that was gonna be in here, is mm. the the editing machine that I wanted. Uh, so it's like a dual dual Xeon machine. I need a graphics card and probably some more RAM for it. Yeah. Um, which and the I, way things are going won't be too crazy of an investment. So no, I wanna build. I wanna build that up to. Uh, because my alternative was getting, uh, my alternative was like, well, I could spend like four or five hundred bucks on this computer and get it going, mm. or I could spend two grand and get a Mac Studio. Well, I was gonna say, yeah. Did you? What about the, the M1 Mac? You end up getting you using that as an editing machine? Uh, on and off. I, I I've been using because my, you know, in the trend of things blowing up, my Linux install blew up. Kind of my fault. I migrated. You downloaded over, Pornhub. Yeah. I migrated it over to a different drive, and I was like, okay, everything's working, but it had this weird issue where it was like, okay, now your operating system and all your boot files are on separate drives, Mm. so you had to like, I had to do this weird song and dance to get the fucking thing to boot, so like, okay, I'm kind of getting fucking sick of this, so I'm going to try to fix it, and then I just broke it, Ah. and I went, oh no, the fucking Monterey video. So I was like, I have all the files and I have the DaVinci Resolve backup. So I cleared my other SSD, the smaller SSD I have, installed Windows. And I was like, okay, I gotta fish out the files that I had for Monterey, which means I had to boot back into a Linux virtual environment or the Linux environment with a fucking USB key because Windows can't read ext4. Which is the mm. file format for, uh, for Linux, and I I pulled everything out of that, put it on an external hard drive, plugged it into the M1 Mac, <laughs> and I got everything. I salvaged it, so I'm using my my PC a little bit. And I'm using the Mac a little bit, um, especially because if I'm doing stuff in After Effects, which I've been toying with, is that fucking program is hungry. Yes. That yeah. is a hungry, hungry program. I was, like, working on it. I was, like... And I had Task Manager open. I opened up Task Manager. I was, like, you know, this thing's, like... You know, it playback is a bit weird, but, like, I want to see what, what we're working with here. And I, and I looked. I'm, like, oh, okay. Uh, you're using 42 gigs of RAM. Okay, cool. Yeah. So what I ended up doing was I, I had to, like, half the resolution, dump the RAM cache, and now it's using, like, 10... <laughs> Yeah, which is but still like, insane is still for one program. Ridiculous, yeah. because when I was doing it on the M1, it kept going like, "Hey, hey, hey, you're out of RAM. Hey, you're out of RAM." Because I only got eight gigs mm. in that machine, so I was like, "You know, this is I'm getting sick and tired of this." Yeah. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna do it on the PC. Um, so I've been using that to edit a bit, um, and the the M1 is a good editing machine uh, as long as you're not doing like After Effects. Yeah, um, more for like just straight up video editing. And that's why I said eventually, I'm gonna build up that that other rig that I have. But eventually, I'm probably gonna get the Mac Studio. Yeah. Um, and I'll just I'll up it with a couple of things. I spec'd it out to how I want to buy it, and it's like twenty eight hundred because I spec'd it with like mm. sixty four gigs of RAM instead of the thirty two. Yeah. And other than that, I don't really care. Yeah, whatever. Everything else is neither here nor there. And I think I I think I might have upped the storage. I'm not sure. I don't remember how I configured it. But I, I'll probably be getting those one of those at some point. It, maybe if they do a second generation, and then they yeah they drop the first. One. And they 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 either discontinue the first one or like drop the price for a while. I might like get one of those then. Yeah. So. Yes, sir. Maybe. Um, uh, yeah, the last the last big buys I need is on Black Friday. I'm gonna look for a TV, and mm. probably a printer. Not a crazy TV, like literally something like this. Um, just because the TV I have now is so heavy. It's a big TV. It's like 47 inches, but it's a fat boy. It's not not thin. Oh, you got one it's, of these boys right yeah, here. Yeah, it's so heavy that that brand new cabinet I bought, or dresser I bought, is bowing in, and it's very inferior. For reference, I just pointed to a CRT TV I have over there. Yeah. It's, like, it's honestly not much thinner than that. Like, <laughs> nah, it's, a, it's a good bit thinner, but for a f- flat screen, so to speak, it's fucking ginormous. Let me ask you this, Jordan. Is the screen flat? It is. It's a flat screen. But, uh, so yeah, I need that in a printer because our other printer's mm. just like, wait a minute. Hang on. You're trying to print a document? Yeah, that's a printer moment. 
I don't think so. No, no, I don't think that's gonna happen. It'll no. make like fucking stupid printer noises for thirty five minutes mm-hmm. and then not give you the document you mm-hmm. ask. Or, or it just you, won't do anything. It's just like what? Or, or if you print text, like just a, a text document, and go, bro, you're out of blue. I need some blue for this. But it's, it's like, black. Well, I don't need blue. I you got need black, black times New Roman twelve, dude. Yeah, it's black and white. I have black ink. No, 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 no. I need blue to print this. You don't understand. I need the and blue. And then you realize you left like a blue dot in the corner. It's like, see, I told you, I need a blue. No, this is the way they do it. Is they're like, okay, most people are gonna be printing black and white. Most people are going to be using this to print text documents. So how do we sell our color ink? Well, if we just put a little bit of color every time they print something black and white. It'll run out. It'll run out. So, and they disguise it as like we're enhancing the color. Like um, my black and white document. Yeah. So that's how they get you. So that's why you need blue or yellow or magenta or like a cyan, not blue. Yeah. Uh, CMYK bitches. You need cyan, uh, magenta, or yellow to print black and white. Do you see Mike? I see Jordan. <laughs> that's all she wrote, Chris. I don't know is who it, she is, why she wrote one? it, or why she's the fat lady singing, but that's it. That's it. That's the end of this one? I think We're so. ending it on fuck printers. Fuck printers. Fuck printers. That I would wear a shirt for. And, and uh, you know, having worked in... Uh, you know, help desk IT, fuck printers. I in agree. information technology field. So uh, round round us out, Jordan. Remember, remind remind everyone where 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 they can find where this, where where uh, you can maybe like how yeah, many when, when dedicated you, when the, whams do I need? How many dedicated wham do I need to run a server? Server. He like shuts down. It's so weird. Oh, I hope that kid's doing well. I hope so too. Hope so. He's a good guy. I hope he figured out how to say dedicated RAM. <laughs> so remind everyone where they can find us. You can find thing. us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, Spotify Podcast, and the RSS feed. They're all linked below. There's also YouTube where we have a video platform there. We're also on Spotify video. And you can reach out to us via email. Snipswithfire at pm.me. Send us your comments, questions, concerns, and death threats. We also have Instagram and TikTok in the YouTube comment section. Goodbye. Damn. You have somewhere to be? I don't think so, actually. Well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs>